everybody. It is the Morning Metro, March 22nd, 2019. Um, I'm your host, CourseGrid21, but I also have Mama Grid here. Say hi. Hey, everybody. Um, and she'll be, um, she's uh, standing in for a little bit as uh, Gershon had some uh, new opportunities that he was uh, wanted to check out. And uh, so we'll be, uh, uh, Mama Grid will be taking over a little bit as a, as a co-host for a while. And um, so yeah, so welcome to the show. By the way. <laughs> here, I think I have, wait, wait, here, I have to do this properly. Hold on. I have a... Well, they're supposed to be there. <laughs> there, that's your. Thank you, thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, I'd like to thank the following people. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So now we're gonna go through our usual um articles and stuff. Nothing's really changed. Um. And everything is just gonna be the normal show as usual and stuff. Obviously, we have a different camera angle because you know my office is incredibly small and this camera is incredibly small width, but that's fine. Um. So how are you, Mama Grid? I feel like I'm losing my headphone. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, is it? Oh, I'll fix that. Hold on. I am one of those little people with little heads kind oh, of thing, yeah, you know? I'm, I'm, uh, there we go. I don't thought it should fix okay, it. That I'm, should fix on the other side. I don't know. Wow, that, it would not it be. Really, all of a sudden just slipped on me. Yeah, okay, well, that's the best I can do. It wouldn't be the morning metro. Oh, I feel like a Martian. Oh, hey, it's, hi, Cappy. Oh, hey, it's the afternoon metro. Hi, Cappy, welcome to the show. And hi, Redtail, hi. Um, and anybody else who's in the chat, yes, I know that morning metro is a little bit late. Um, I had to um, make a, had to return a laptop to a client that I was working on and stuff. So the show ended up kind of late. But when you guys listen to it on Monday, you know, obviously it'll be the morning, hopefully, depending on what time you listen to it. As you know, we're on Google Play Music and iTunes and everything. Um, and that, you're way ahead of yourself on the calendar. You said the 22nd of March, dear. It's only the 2nd. <laughs> Rip. Wow. That's all right. I've been doing that too lately. Wow. Okay. So. Um, let's see, move my mic over here a bit more. So um, we have a packed show as always. So with that, we're going to go ahead and jump into our first article. Actually, hold on. I forgot to close my Steam again. And I also need to turn focus priority on. There we go. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to jump into our first article, which is student loan payment may soon come directly out of your paycheck. Um, which sounds horrible, honestly. At least I'm going to go look at my show notes as usual. Um, let's see. This comes from foxnews.com. And with the note of soon, student loans may be paid uh, for for by you. Wow, I cannot. I, I can't English. Uh, basically, um, the report is saying in a speech that... Uh, okay, who delivered this, though? Let's see. How do I... I know I had this in here. Man, uh, did I... It was, con- it was uh, Congressman Alexander, a uh, Republican from Tennessee... And apparently it looks like the problem is actually we've got one and a half trillion dollars in student loan debt. And we also have a lot of people, um, the loans have been signed for by both students and their parents. And we've got a lot of problems with, um, you know, people have been unemployed. Um, our country has been hit with a lot of natural disasters mm-hmm. um, in the last Quite year a few, or two. Yes. yes, that have really thrown people out of work. Yeah, if you can't work, you can't make payments. Yeah, and um, uh, young people are having trouble being able to like even afford a place to live, let That's alone insane. afford the place to live and pay the student loan. So, needless to say, there has been a huge amount of default on yeah. these loans. 
So, um, Alex, yeah, so in a, so reading a little bit of summary in this article, in a speech that he delivered earlier this month, Alexander R. 10 laid out a broad uh, blueprint to completely overhaul the system for financial aid and student loan repayments, uh, opens a new window, a plan that, if approved, could ultimately affect up to 40 million borrowers who owe a coll- uh, collective $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. Now, I... Now, I see here, though, that it says, apparently, according to what he's proposing, it's a repayment plan based on a borrower's income, which sounds like a good idea to me. Um, And actually, I thought when I paid student loans 30 years ago, well, no, come to think of it, they weren't based on the income. They told me what to to pay, and I better come up with it. Mm. Um, This plan, though, would never require the borrower to make payments of more than 10% of their income. Yeah. And if you're not earning money, then you're not owing money during the time that mm-hmm. you're unemployed. Yeah. And therefore, it does not reflect negatively on your credit record. Yeah. And Which that's Chris a really, very, very big, big deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the the fact that if, if I'm understanding this correctly, the fact that it's so it's taking money out of your paycheck to pay back the loan essentially yes, right? that's right is yeah. that i mean and and for some people because as it is you know you already have like people who have um health care mm-hmm. and you have people that have um other things that come out of their pay quite a lot especially i think what even tax income you tax have your, you have your federal income tax state income tax if you have a county or local tax, sometimes mm-hmm. in some jurisdictions that is taken out of your paycheck. Yes. You have Social Security and FICA. Um, and then you have, if you have a medical plan mm-hmm. or 401k at work mm-hmm. um, that you are paying for your portion of the medical plan, you yeah. pay for part of it and your employer pays for part of yeah. it. So you're, you're paying your part. And then if you decide to invest in a 401k, <sighs> you have that deduction as well coming out of your paycheck. So, you know, on top of that, this yeah. would be another deduction yeah. out of your paycheck. Yeah, and, and, and see, the problem is that people's incomes are so small as it is that I feel like that this would be a very not a smart financial move, honestly, in our country to do this. I well, don't think it would. I, I think it could really negatively. Because the problem is then you're taking out even more money from someone's paycheck for, for their student loan and it's like by time and if they've, if they've got to pay rent or they've got to pay car insurance or whatever that's a lot of extra that they lose now that's going toward their loan okay but remember in the article it says that your payment would never be more than 10 percent of mm. whatever your check is okay okay so there yeah. is a limit there's a, a ceiling on it yeah and that's good it's not unlimited when i when when i went to college mm-hmm. and you did student loans they just told you what you were going to pay and whether you could afford it or not. Yeah. They expected that payment to show up every month. Fair enough. And my payment was 95 bucks a month. Yeah. So um, it was tight then, but there's a ceiling on this. And it's also based on your income, which means that probably what they've done is the same thing they've done on federal income tax. They have uh, scales yeah. of incremental scales oh, okay. of pay. And you only, you know, say between zero and a thousand dollars, they'll yeah. only require, you know, maybe ten percent of that would be a hundred bucks. But maybe they won't require quite a hundred bucks. Maybe they'll only require seventy-five. Yeah. You know, know, and then and then you keep moving up from there. Yeah. And then, um, 
you know, and and so it works yeah, out. Yeah, so I could I could sort of see that. Yeah, it sounds like um, you know, it sounds like a a good idea. Um, I people have been so hogtied by the theory that the more education you get, the more marketable you are, and that's the true just to an extent. extent. Yeah, the more degrees, but. I know of several people that have masters and PhDs and are having trouble getting a job and are having problems. And yes. I know, I know uh, two people that have five degrees mm-hmm. each, and Oof. they still can't get a job Oof. in Ouch. the things that they study. Yeah. Now I'm sorry, but what's wrong with that picture? Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, it it is kind of ridiculous. Um, to and and it really and and there's a whole group of people that like i mean there's so many there's so many self-education uh websites and um i i also qualify oh, totally. I, I, I would qualify youtube as a self-education website honestly for, yes, for as many websites you can get like udemy and on. things like that and yes. several other um i think skillshare is another one actually not sponsored by the way um but uh no yeah i know that um there's things like skillshare and other similar sites that yeah. let you you know they do that they can give you full degrees in that the idea is really um if you talk to anybody who is like a seasoned entrepreneur they'll tell you the more skill sets you have mm-hmm. that you can do a variety of things the yes. better off you are it's oh, not yeah. the degrees it's the skill set yeah. that you have mm-hmm. so the more you concentrate on your skill set mm-hmm. the better off you'll be yeah yeah, well, I think we're going to head and move on down the article train because actually I'm going to see if I make this a smooth save- segue. So not only is your paycheck getting hijacked, but soon maybe your brain could theoretically be hijacked. This comes from the bbcnews.com. Let me see if I put a, um, let me see, host note, just read uh, some of the sections. Okay, so um, apparently there's been some technology uh, developed, and I was sort of skimming a little bit about this. Um Imagine being able to scroll through your memories like an Instagram feed, reviving, uh, reliving with vivid detail your favorite life moments and backing up the dearest ones. Now imagine a uh, dis- what is it? Dis- dystopian a dystopian version, version uh, of, some, of, of the same future in which hacker... Hackers hijack these memories and threaten to erase them if you don't pay them ransom. Oh my gosh, it might sound far-fetched, but this scenario could be closer than you think. Advanced Advances in the field of neurology have brought us closer to boosting and enhancing our memories, and in some uh, decades, and in a few decades, we could be able to uh, manipulate, decode, and rewrite them. The technology is likely to underpin these developments are brain implants which are quickly becoming a common tool for neurologists that's kind of neurosurgeons neurosurgeons yeah um and deliver uh deep brain stimulation dbs to treat a wide array of conditions which uh such as tumors parkinson's and um obsessive compulsive disorder really Mm -hmm. i didn't know that was actually a i didn't know that was actually a treatable thing i thought it was just people's like issues like life issues or something no, it, it is treatable. Oh, interesting. Uh, in another round, 150,000 people worldwide, uh, they even showed the potential to control diabetes and tackle um, obesity. obesity. Wow. The technology is also in- uh, increasingly being investigated for treating depression, dementia, um, and, quite a f- syndrome. and quite a few other um, yeah. brain conditions as well. Um 
so if I'm and I'm trying to sort of get to the um trying to sort of to get to some of the points here and stuff. Um, it looks like they're talking about basically it says a commercially available memory implant within the next ten years. Mm. So um, you know it it's for people who suffer severely maybe from depression mm-hmm. or OCD or maybe um, I guess have it- problems with fear or with you know certain thoughts they would like to be able to control these implants would be able to manipulate that but i can see where um, that could be a little dangerous well the the idea of <laughs> because if they're my, well, to my, a computer if you can get into them yeah. as this article suggests hijacking them like yeah. somebody hijacks your credit record yeah i'm not computer. a fan of this honestly i would rather that my memories just stay like i can see so much th- there's so much wrong with this my th- my philosophy is if you weren't born with it don't stick it in there essentially <laughs> um <laughs> oh. wait hold on we have a Thank you. Thank you. Here I um. Anyway, um. So, uh. But, so the section here that I'm focusing on is, but uh, brain jacking. But the consequences of controlling, uh, of control falling into the wrong hands could be very grave. Says Mr. Pycroft. Pi- Pycroft. Uh. Imagine. It sounds like a. It sounds like a name for for a bad guy. Doctor Pycroft. <laughs> Um, I guess he must be a um, imagine a researcher. hacker. Imagine a hacker has broken into the neural stimulator. That's try saying that three fast. Of a patient with Parkinson's disease and is uh, tampering with the settings. They could influence his or her thoughts and behavior, or even cause uh, temporary paralysis. A hacker could also threaten to erase or overwrite someone's memories if the memory is not paid to them. So essentially, if money is not paid. To if money is not paid to them. Um, uh, let me see. If science, uh, if scientists successfully decode the neural signals of our memories, then the scenarios are infinite. Think of the uh, valuable intelligence uh, foreign hackers could collect by breaking into servers of Washington, D.C. Veteran Hospital, for example. In 2012, experiment researchers from the University of Oxford and University of California, uh, Berkeley, managed to figure out information such as bank cards and PIN numbers just by observing brainwaves of people wearing a popular uh, gaming headset. Wow. That's I, unnerving. I am already having a, this is one of the dumbest things that we could have come up with in the last several years. I mean, I can, like, if it if it helps somebody, let me, let me go back to our desk here. If it helps somebody not have those diseases, that's one thing. But, and I can see it for somebody who, like, what I would rather it be that like imagine somebody who has i think doesn't or dementia for example Uh, okay usually with dementia as i understand they usually forget things right or is that a different one um no they forget things and they also um they will hallucinate i know because my father had dementia yeah alzheimer's so what so what i'm thinking here is that if somebody has that, uh-huh. all right, yeah, and you're able to extract the memory or whatever, mm-hmm. and if they're you know if they're just forgetting things or something like that, imagine I can imagine it storing on like a viewable image somehow. You 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 create a digital reproduction of that scene and or image on a computer. Yeah. And it's on like a hard drive, and that you know that person with Parkinson's can 
or uh, dementia can remember it. Yeah. Like I can see that. Like that would be very very cool because you know there, there's there's some people who develop it very badly and they don't really remember things or or whatever and stuff. Um, and it's really great to have hold on to. To be able to capture those memories. capture those, those memories, yeah, 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 basically, yeah. yeah. Um, for similar to how I have like the last what twelve years of my media work that I've done, yeah, on a hard drive that I can just call up whenever. Um, it'd be very cool to, um, you know, have that accessible. Yeah. Or like for example, um, you know, you're always telling me about things like, oh, I wish you could have seen it in my day. Well, I actually could if you know you yeah. yeah come to think of it you guys that would be interesting you could see what yeah. my home so, was like when i was so, a kid so i i i can see it for positive things um but i i don't like the idea of something being being in someone's just it just sounds so like that makes me very uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie it just sounds very very weird and very it sounds very wrong it, very Fahrenheit 451 or ni- or 1984 Animal yeah. Farm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not something that I I don't think is something we should be messing with. I think the human brain should just be left as is, as God created it, and just not, you know, messed with. Um, well, so we want to do things, do things that will help improve our quality of life or help to yeah. make us well from a particular and, and, condition and the other, but, the, but stay away from the yeah. negative ethic of it. Yeah, and now the, and the only thing and I I really wish I don't know why news sites never bring this up. They never ask the the question of um security software. You know, like um antiviral anti-ransomware software in that device. And like we've got all these smart cars, smartphones, Smart brains, maybe. So why not put something in the chip yes. that can block? Yeah, like a failsafe. Hijacking that. Yeah, like you know, like well, that. Know, you, there will. needs to be some kind of or some, and and not only that too. Like the, what does that do for the for the brain physically to have something in your head? Like your your brain is already busy as it is, mm-hmm. right? So like to stick something else in there that your brain is already super busy doing what it does. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to overload the brain. I feel like that's just that's just not something that we should be doing at all. I think we should just be leaving it as is. I don't know if you could actually overload it. It may be that the brain will make new connections with what's in there mm. and and integrate it into the regular brain's function. Yeah. And um, because that's what that's what the neurons do in the brain is make new connections. Mm-hmm. So it may the body may integrate that into mm-hmm. the nerve endings and into the neuron pathways. Yeah, maybe. And you don't really know the difference. You don't know that that's what your brain is doing. <sighs> well, um, ex- except for then it depends on the neural pathways that are made. Yeah. What will you remember, and what won't you remember? Maybe I yeah. don't know. I'd, I'd have to. I personally, I'd have to research. Yeah, from a surgical and medical standpoint. Yeah. exactly. you know how does this work? Uh, so in the last section here in this um article, it says fortunately reinf- uh, reinforcing cybersecurity early in the design and planning of the device. Oh, okay, uh, devices can uh Im- mitigate, mitigate uh, most of the risks. Encryption, I- identity, and access management, patching and updating the security of these devices. I need my grandma needs a security update. 
I gotta take my my doc. I gotta take my my grandpa in. He needs a security update for the chip in his head. That sound weird. <laughs> this is why I say we should just leave it oh, as is. Stars. Um, will be vital to keeping these devices secure and maintaining. Uh, uh. Wait, what? It maintaining patient. Thank trust you, patient trust. Yeah, we gotta love the last sentence. Clinicians and patients need to be educated on how to take precautions. Thinks Mr. Galloff. Setting strong passwords will be key. Dot. Um. Oh my gosh. I just. I don't know. I don't oh, well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So. What does it say in the bottom of the article? Uh, oh, there's more. More things oh. here. Um, humans represent one of the greatest vulnerabilities because we can't ask doctors to become cybersecurity experts. No, of course not. And any system is only as secure as its weakest part. Of course. Uh, Mr. Pycroft says that in the future, brain implants will be more complex and more widely used to treat a broader range of conditions. But he gives a strong, a uh, stark warning. Uh, the 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 confluence of these factors is likely to make it easier and more attractive for attackers to try to uh, interfere with people's implants. He says, if we don't develop uh, develop solutions for that first generation of implants, then the second and third generation will be more insecure, and the implants will be much more powerful. Uh, that the that the attackers will be able to have the advantage. So oh, that's a charming thought. Yeah. So no, I I just no, I'm done with us. No. And speaking of a bunch of things I'm always done with, um, because, like, I just, I don't believe in this, but, you know, whatever. It comes from theguardian.com, which is, I believe, a British site, um, as Ali told yes, me. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Um, youth climate strikers, we are going to change the fate of humanity. Oh, yes, I heard about this. I haven't. So, since, so, since you've heard about this, how about you go ahead and take this one? Okay, so basically they're going to have kids around the world from schools around the world uh, go on a strike day the March on March 15th. Oh, um, gosh. You know, uh, and they're going to demand that the world's decision makers take responsibility and solve the climate change fight. Um, uh, what did I say? Climate change um, argument. You know, ah. that, they, that they come up with a solution. Um <coughs> And uh, so these kids claim that, you know, the politicians have failed us in the past, but the youth has started to move and we will not rest. Um, Yada, yada, yada. Well, the problem is, for starters, uh, these kids are, look look at all of them. Just look at the photos alone. These kids are grade school. And wet behind the ears. As you you say. Yeah. Wet behind the ears. Early high school. Um. They're being fed whatever is, you know, whatever it is the politicians want to mm-hmm. feed them or the environmentalists want to. These kids are great yep. pawns for the environmentalist yep. movement. But these kids have absolutely no idea. They have not have not studied weather patterns or climate for the world mm-hmm. for the past 6,000 years. Yep. They don't know anything about geology. No. Um, you know, they don't know anything about weather systems. Yep. Um, so basically, they're, they're, so basically, they're inc- they're incredibly uneducated, essentially. They're they are parroting whatever it is they're being told mm-hmm. in class mm-hmm. or being told on the news. Yep. But if you ask any of these children the details, yep, the scientific details mm-hmm. about what they're talking about. 
they have absolutely no concept. They've got great sound bites, mm-hmm. but they have no rock solid scientific knowledge. And then it depends on which worldview mm-hmm. is your root point of reference yeah. in understanding climate change. Yeah. And and if I may jump in here, honestly, um, okay, so it's not a conspiracy. There actually is a site dedicated to this. Um, there is a website, and some of you, and I've sort of mentioned this website a little bit before on a couple episodes. I think a couple episodes back, um, it's called the website's geoengineeringwatch.org, and um, apparently, um, uh, and and this isn't something that a lot of people research. A lot of people think it's hoo ha, whatever. Um, they're they're doing our own weather manufacturing essentially. And there's been quite a few, um, you know, whistleblowers that have come out and said, oh, yeah, we're dumping things into the air. That's essentially making it very toxic and is and causing the weather to shift from its natural um, its natural order of things and stuff like that. But the problem that, that what, but, and you know, another way you, get, you, you solve global warming, get rid of all the Democrats. <laughs> JK. Now, we do not want to offend anybody. Well, I'm we just, welcome all views. Here. I, 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 well, I know. I'm just like, I'm just, I, I mean, I'm just bantering a little bit here. I mean, yeah, I know. You, you, you can agree. You're, you all can have your opinions. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, anyway. Uh, anywho, um, I mean, there's a lot of hot air in Washington on both sides, honestly. <laughs> yes, on both, on both sides. sides. This so, yeah. is true. This is true. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, so essentially, if you guys aren't familiar, geoengineeringwatch.org is talking about the fact that the airplanes that fly over the air are dumping things into the sky, and, and they're using these large device, weather machine devices of sorts to modify the weather. Now, it's, now it, and, and the problem is, too, it's like it's really getting hard to kind of tell, like, what is natural, what is not natural weather patterns. I mean, living on the East Coast right now, the weather's been all over the map. We've we had snow one day, rain the next. Snow's all gone right now. Then we had it in the sixties, and it had snowed the day before. And we had it in the sixties, and it went back down to the thirties the following day. Yeah, it's been like being on a roller coaster, but yeah, man, it's been a real yo-yo ride. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I I don't know exactly like who or what is the most what is affecting who. Um, but you know, again, the, 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 once again, the lack of education is really getting annoying, honestly. Um, and yeah, the, the, these kids that just come up and, you know, they're, they're talking about all these things and they're talking out of their hats, like they know everything. And it's like, you really don't stop it. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I think this is ridiculous, but you know, hot shot, fresh kids as usual. I mean, it just seems to be a common theme, well, unfortunately. I don't mind if the kids voice their opinions. Yeah, but be educated. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, it, it is it is a proven fact that the world's weather has gone in cycles. Yeah. Over the centuries, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and with the with regular weather patterns like El Nino and La Nina. Mm-hmm. That affects a lot yeah. um, around the world. Weather yeah. is not stagnant. It doesn't. What you see, what happens here mm-hmm. isn't simply confined to here. Then you go across the oceans. You've mm-hmm. got ocean currents in between, mm-hmm. and weather patterns, um, wind mm. patterns uh, that are affected by those ocean currents. Yeah, and so uh, weather patterns get carried from one section mm-hmm. of the globe to the other. Sure, and then you've got things like volcanoes. There are volcanoes going off around True. the world every day. I'm surprised someone hasn't tried to sue a volcano. <laughs> 
that's a little hard to do. Oh, I know. Um, but uh, sued the country that had the volcano. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Um, but uh, there, you know, just along the fire rim of mm-hmm. the Pacific Rim, um, I think there's like sixteen hundred volcanoes. Wow. Um, or sixteen hundred around the world. I forget. Um, your dad uh, found the statistic the other night. I forget which way it went. But we do know. That, I mean, there are literally hundred. Any weather person will tell you this. Um, mm-hmm. There are literally hundreds uh, of volcanoes. Tail says a thousand six hundred and twenty nine volcanoes around the world. Around the world. Okay. Apparently. Okay. So yes. Yes. So just on the Pacific Rim. Think how many have gone off mm-hmm. on that half circle between Asia and the east or the west coast of America and the west coast of South America. Yeah. So essentially the, the, the earth has been flexing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, so when the volcanoes go off, you know, that alone, because of what is being put into mm-hmm. the air, various gases and everything, mm-hmm. is going to affect weather patterns. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like the, the world is like one huge chemistry lab, mm-hmm. and it's constantly in flux. There are constant experiments it's going like, on in Mother Nature itself all the time. Well, They're constant chemical reactions. Mother Nature used loosely. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Loosely used. Loosely used. Um but there are constant chemical reactions going on all over the world yeah. on a constant basis. Yes. Well, you know, that's like being in the kitchen and, and you got 10 different dishes all going at once and you've got, you know, different smells and different True. temperatures in different parts of the room because depending on what pot's boiling, you know, at what temperature or whether the oven's on and what degree mm-hmm. that's at, all of this is going to affect its yeah, area it where is. it is. Yeah. And then that's going to change so, the atmosphere so, above it and it's going to travel around oh, the world. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry, rip oh. rip headphone users. Um <laughs> yeah, so but anyway, but yeah, so and and on top of that like we've as we were just kind of discussing a little bit at the beginning of the show, um the level of education is not there enough for people to be educated about the show or about the not the show the 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 earth and stuff you know because they're not like saying you know they're not saying like hey you know the earth goes in cycles and this is what it does and this is what's normal this is what's not normal etc 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 you know science and environmentalism are influenced too much by politics and not enough by fact yeah which is really unfortunate so it's yes and so then it causes problems trying to come up with environmental policies yeah, but um, I think we're kind of kind of done with those arco. Let's see where you go for the next one. All right, we're gonna go ahead and move on. And actually, I should have uh, reordered the sh- uh, reordered the articles. We normally reorder them, but uh, today was a on the fly as usual. Um, and I'm trying to understand this. I-, I had trouble trying to edit this article last night. Uh, apparently, don't. So the title. This comes from FoxNews.com. For those of you listening via audio. Donald Trump, junior big tech companies can't disguise their gross hypocrisy as uh, as they are free street feet free speech pretenders. I can't. I don't know why I cannot read that. That was that was a mouthful. Uh, let me see if I had any show notes on this. Let me go look here. Uh, st- okay. Let me see. All right. So I I think I took um took part of the article here uh foxnews.com report is saying in an effort to get what they want big tech companies have reached a level of hypocrisy that beggars 
uh, beggars be- believe the same companies that shamelessly censor conservative uh, and tilt public di- uh, discourse in the left's favor have suddenly decided that they're into free speech expression. House Democrats recently uh, rewarded their big tech backers by holding a hearing uh, titled Preserving an Open Internet for Consumers, Small Businesses, and Free Speech. Um, let me see. Okay, th- I think this was a link I should have actually deleted, or text I should have deleted, but um, I'm going to skip this section. Uh, no, Twitter, Google, and Facebook haven't suddenly decided to, s- to stop walking with left-wing groups to sig- uh, stigmatize. stigmatize and silence their political enemies. Uh, and the Democrats certainly weren't there to address big tech's growing list of privacy and bias uh, scandals. I think of that scandals is that yep. the right? Yeah, that's quite cool. I don't know why I'm just I'm yeah having well, a bad it's reading. Kind of small. Yeah. Um. The whole point of hearing was to help these uh, monopolies. 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 Oh, monopolies present themselves as defenders of free speech and the competition, where they advocate for a return to the net neutrality policies that help their bottom line. Um. I. So essentially, like what they're trying to look like they're in favor of free speech all of a sudden, and then suddenly everybody's supposed to be happy by this by this news. What I'm gathering, um, because this is rather kind of a because this is one of those like complicated gray area things. I feel like, yeah, they want to they want to look like they are you know allowing free speech for everybody mm-hmm. on the net, and at the same time, they are leaning one particular way or mm-hmm. so in there and they're cracking down then on those who don't see things the way they do mm-hmm. and um so it's you know big i mean you know youtube is is an example of doing that yeah facebook has done that um so you know it's like like they're being two-faced essentially yeah and um so it's you know it's causing uh, a problem then as far as you being able to to actually have a free and open market as far mm-hmm. as being able to you know, present things mm-hmm. and actually truly have free speech mm-hmm. on the net yeah without the worry of somebody shutting you down because they yeah. don't like the way you're Speaking. saying something yeah. and these companies can't afford they don't want to obviously look like they lean one way or the other because they may lose money doing that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like we'll control it, but then, you know, we'll sweep under the rug yeah. so that you don't know that we're... It's kind of a sleight of hand sort of thing. Yeah. Thank you for the follow, by the way, PM Tucker. Thank you. And welcome to the show. Hope you're doing well today. Um, so, uh, now, the the internet and, and, you know, we've had... We've had net neutrality discussions. We've had uh data controlling d- discussions i mean i mean for pity's sake it's 2019 the internet is available to mostly everybody um and everybody's access to the internet from their computer to their smartphone why can't we just kind of leave the internet just as is just let just let it be as it is stop trying to because honestly like and a lot of people that i talk to like a lot of people that i a lot of friends i have don't really agree with the majority of this kind of viewpoint um 
you know, and anybody in chat, by the way, can, you know, definitely chime in on this. This is definitely a chat interaction stream for sure. Um, but, um, you know, I just, I feel like at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, can we just, can you stop now? Like, this is getting very, very old and, and super annoying. And I'm almost sick of talking about it because it's, or sick of reading about it and kind of sick of talking about it because it is like, it is. Um, I'm trying to find if there's anything in, 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 in particularly important here. Um, there is these big letters here. It says, net neutrality is a fake controversy ginned up to cover for certain tech giants wanting to save some money to, at, ex, at expense of some other slightly less uh, massive companies. I wonder where in the article it was, because they usually, that's, they usually highlight that large section uh, when they... It's usually a highlight of something. Um, let me see. I... <laughs> Silicon Valley wants control of the internet while at the same time um, claiming that, you know, any and all opinions and all mm -hmm. free speech is welcomed. Mm -hmm. um, but they, you know, they want to censor mm -hmm. what is, is there, so to speak. Yeah, um, it's kind of like uh, uh, in this line in here, um, it says, for those who don't know, Learn to Code is a, jo is a joke poking fun at liberal journalists who mocked blue-collar Americans who lost their jobs to globalization. Uh, for years, these self-appointed uh, coastal uh, tastemakers blithely... Assured working class Americans in the heartland that they had nothing uh, to complain about. They could just become a computer programmer. Well, computer programming is not something that you, and not everybody can, it's not for everybody. No, not everybody can learn to code. I mean, there's there's definitely, you know, like, like not everybody can do algebra. Yeah. They could do geometry. Yeah. Um, and, and sort of uh, jumping at the end of this article here. Uh, the line goes here. Sorry, Twitter. Uh, sorry, Twitter. But the free speech shtick. Shtick. Just isn't. <laughs> that's that's, <old> term. <laughs> that's a. That is. I'm not familiar with that term at all. Uh, just is incredible when you're simultaneously suspending people for a joke that made a few liberal journalists feel badly. The same goes for Facebook, Google, and every other big tech company corporation trying to convince the American people that they support free expression even though they are systematically stifled the viewpoints held by half the country, uh -huh. despite having a political cover from their liberal uh, soulmates who now control the U.S. House, big tech companies can't disguise their gross hypocrisy. Yeah. So, um, you know, but I mean, I, you know, part of what makes people unique is their differing views. Yeah. Um, whether they're right, wrong views doesn't really matter to a point you know i mean there are certain things that are just plainly just not worth arguing about i'm sorry is your court getting on you uh, have i been talking at it there we oh, go. Go. Right. I, we're, we're in my uh, very small uh, broadcasting office uh here in my in, in my uh home and everything and my office is rather small so it's very very cramped in here if it looks cramped if we look cramped we are actually <laughs> uh but we're making do um as i always do um uh, but anyway um you know and 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 like and and I tried to, and you guys, and you guys kind of know uh, the history of the show and everything. You know, we um, back when Yorchan was was a co-host, um, we you know tried to be very um, realizing. You know, look, if you have a different opinion on the show, that's perfectly fine. I'm not gonna like, I'm not going to try to enforce a view. I am just simply reading that this is what the article said, um, and this is how we feel about it. And even to a degree, like you kind of have to be a little bit. Um, cautious and always be wise in what you say obviously don't say what the person that comes to your mind because that's not a very smart thing could land you in a lot of trouble um but you know like it it's it's i don't 
I feel like I just want to use the internet and not feel like I have to, like, I can say what I want constructively. And I think it's, I think it's also what comes down to, to or it is it's constructively, constructively. Yeah, yeah yes. because a lot of people are not, they're, they're not the best at articulating a proper point without going off on a, um, you know, on a, uh, a personal rant or vendetta, I think is the right word about something or other. And it causes a problem obviously for a lot of people. Um, you know, and that's why we end up having, um, you know, discussions online or long or, you know, ends up with fights or riots, whatever, because people are just not careful. So I don't know. Thoughts on this? Increase your knowledge about things and use wisdom. Um, you know, about what you're saying, you know, think before you speak. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and, and, um, have some decorum and, and, you know, mm-hmm. respect for yeah. You know what others, how others see things. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's basically most of the time it's simply just a difference of viewpoint. Yeah. There are times wrong. when things are unequivocally morally wrong or right. Yeah. Um. But most of the time, it just comes down to just a basic difference of opinion because of the root reference point mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah definitely so well, cool well, i'm gonna head and um i think i'm done with this article i'm gonna head and actually move into something cool that i um uh was forward to me um this week and this comes from uh beyond the brick youtube channel credit to them here um uh, about a guy that made a motorized lego uh mountain stream let me see if i can get this in the mix here and watch a little bit of this video here my name is uh kevin dark this is my uh my moving uh river piece uh, I used a system of belts and um, and belts with walls on them to bring them back up. It theoretically, if it doesn't jam up, can run forever. Yeah, that's amazing. So talk through a little bit more about what it took to get that whole mechanism running in there. Uh, I built I built this 14 times, 14 different different attempts. Mm. They all worked in principle but would jam up for one one reason Ooh. or another so the, the basic concept of this is really simple but learning all of the the little things the every little thing that sticks out the gap between two tiles is enough to jam the whole thing up so it's kind of learn it's it's like waterproofing something you have to be very careful on exactly how you build everything so that it doesn't jam up so i mean this this took about a year to get to the to the final form of something that could run a long time without jamming up wow. and that would yeah, actually look nice definitely. and sound nice and it yes. sounds like a rain stick it sounds beautiful yeah. and then you have all the different kind of reverse slopes and all that stuff to kind of keep the path going down yeah and actually um if, if you just set if you just set a lego on there it's actually not enough gravity for it to follow fall down it relies off the kinetic energy of hitting the sides and actually bouncing down to get its way down it actually if wow. it it's it actually falls from about right up there and then that energy from falling that distance is enough to bring it the rest of the way down that is that's impressive. amazing then what do we have next to that it's kind of the other half of the build here uh, yeah this oh, is yeah, a, okay. a, a this collab build built by uh, our whole lug okay. uh the idea was these are all uh inserts that people could build their own insert and then we uh built the tree we built the frame of it out of uh, custom cut wood and then it's all modular, so each section can be stacked. And the idea is that we can keep building onto it in future years, build it taller, build another one next to it, connect them, 
and then we just uh, kind of blended them together so that it would look like they fit. Yeah, and it looks like there's kind of different themes depending on the builder for each, each area here. Yep, each, each person could do whatever they wanted. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a really cool... Um, Boy, Legos never cease to amaze me! And if I have to, and I would love to say, um, Legos uh, predate 3D printers. Yes! Oh my gosh, yes, by decades. I, uh, I think you guys, I, I've talked about it on my main channel, uh, for those of you that don't know, but um, those of you who are on this channel and or... Uh, if I haven't talked about it already, um, I actually built a. It's off camera here. Be very. I'm not going to pull it up because I got too many wires stuff on it. Uh, I actually built a uh, headphone stand out of um, Lego NXT parts because um, the head the headphone stands that I've found online were not like great and they only housed like one headset and they were like really expensive and it was really stupid i'm like why do this when i can just build my own so i actually did and it has worked very well i have to say and actually um uh um as i'm trying to describe this there's actually the opening part is actually the right um width apart for the uh headband to actually sit so the cushion part doesn't get pressed on actually cradles right inside um this these uh these uh, lego pipes of sorts so that it kind of like cradles it very very naturally and stuff um but yeah this was really cool this, i think about two years now or so uh, something least. like that yeah um i kind of i kind of regret throwing the programming bricks out a little bit but like the software wasn't even supported for it i guess my reason was because the software wasn't supported i guess why keep old technology, technology. but yes, i kind exactly. of i kind of there are days i kind of regretted it um and i made a lego phone uh phone stand for my note 4 and yeah. and um i don't know several other things i know i don't i know i once made a a lego smart mixing machine some years ago Remember that? It was. It was a. It um. It basically mixed drinks for you essentially. It was. It was. Do we have pictures of that anywhere? No, there's no record of this. Uh, it it never happened. Um, you didn't see anything. Um, anyway, um, but basically the arm went straight up, and there was another arm that basically raised and lowered. Okay. And then at the end of it was a um an RCX motor, and then. Uh, there were two Technic beams going downward, uh -huh. and it would lower in, make, and I put a timer. I knew the exact time that it took to mix a drink perfectly. And this was, this was do you remember when we used to get the old um, powdered uh, orange flavor mixed drinks? Yes. That's yes. actually what that bot did. It just mixed those. Oh, my word. You don't remember I, this? No, I We've don't. We've been living in the same house. You don't remember this? Oh, Sorry, you're, I've got a lot to remember as your mother. Um. <laughs> oh, and also, yes, the then Redtail mentioned to. Uh, I also made the Lego speaker stand, which was actually made out of make Lego Duplo blocks, which are significantly larger than yes. the re regular sizes and stuff. Um, I made so many things out of Legos; it's ridiculous. I remember the crane that you made when you had the Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh train yeah, set, that. Well, I don't remember the crane that. In the shipyard. I don't that, remember that one. I do remember the. I remember. I will never forget this. It was one very early morning. Um, you walked into this room back when I used to sleep in here, and I had an entire Lego space base. Do you remember that? Yep. Mm -hmm. And you walked in there, and you're like, "How did you come up with this?" I'm like, mm. Mm. "I have yeah, blueprints I in my head." Built with Legos for as long as I can. Remember. I kind of, I kind of wish I had room for more Legos. I, as you, um, you guys don't, well, on this channel, but if you go to my other channel, you can see um, times I've gone to my studio camera and I have like nods to Bionicle and Tron Legacy and Overwatch and my Lego Diva set and a couple other things and everything and 
several other Legos that are in bins and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I built several, several, several things over the years, but, um, it's glad, I'm glad to see that like, you know, guy, I mean, he looks like he's like in a, like a late mid twenties or something. It's glad to, I'm glad to see that like people that are still my age are still building, um, really cool stuff like this. And oh, everything. everybody of every age. I mean, geez, there's men in 40, 50s and 60s. That are building Lego stuff, yeah. And, and a couple of my, and one of my cousins, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, stuff but like Legos that. Legos are fun for everybody. I don't care whether you're a guy or a girl. Legos mm-hmm. are fun for everybody. And I'm, I'm 58 guys, and I still love to sit and build Legos. So you know, <gasps> Mama could exposed her, uh, put her, told her age hashtag exposed. Uh, wait, where's the? Hold on, I got it. Hold on, there's a soundbite for this. Uh, I love to build Legos. It's fun. Yeah, here, sorry, I'm at this one. Exposed. <laughs> oh, sorry, stop. Oh, my stars. Um So yeah, um very, very cool. Definitely. That was that was kind of a fun one that came across our uh came across our desk and everything. Um so we have two more articles. We're doing pretty decent on time. I'm gonna try to speed through the last couple of articles here because I do have to prepare for I have to get something in and, and try to do some cleaning before I do my other stream that I normally do, which is normally games my on my uh, main channel. Um but moving right along down the article train, this one I think is ridiculous, but you know, in a world that we live in, I'm kind of not surprised. Um new school rules, limos and luxury cars banned I repeat, banned from high school proms. And this is absolutely, I think this is a video. I think and this comes from news12.com. I'm not really sure. Oh, News 12 in New Jersey, apparently, I guess. Um, so go ahead and kind of unmute this and watch a little bit of this video. And we'll see, hopefully, if I can get this queued correctly. Well, the high school in Wanakue is putting travel restrictions on prom goers come June. Students not taking the news lightly. News 12 New Jersey's Marissa Brainy with more. Well, we're not trying to ruin anything. Prom plans are changing at Lakeland Regional High School in Wanakue. School officials banning students from taking limos or luxury cars to the event. Instead, students are required to ride school-provided coach buses. The safety of our kids getting to the prom and getting back to our campus in a safe manner. The mandate not sitting well with students like Stephanie Lehman and other students who feel snubbed out of the prom experience. I don't know why they're changing it now, like there's no reason for it. The school drivers and buses are like from the limos or whatever and they know how to drive. Like, I don't know, I think it's the same thing. Parents also talking about this on social media. Better safe than sorry, lots of underage drinking. This won't stop it completely, but the school doesn't have to allow it on their watch. This is ridiculous. How about you ban the dresses half these girls wear? When will this stop? Lakeland, not alone in this new rule. Milburn High School also transports attendees to and from prom on coach buses. We are concerned about our kids. It's always been about our kids. And we just want them to be safe, to have a great time and enjoy their prom. But we want to make sure that we get them there safely and get them back to our campus safely. Marissa Brainy, News 12, New Jersey. All right. Now, I've never been to a prom. I know that you can go to high to homeschool proms. Never but never went to one i don't feel like i really missed i mean nobody would have liked me anyway i wasn't that likable as a high schooler i think that's just me um you've been to a prom yeah how do you feel about this i've been to two of them i went to my junior prom in high school and went to my senior prom um the junior prom uh the fellow i went with did not have a driver's license so 
So my dad drove us in uh, my parents' brand new Chevy Nova, uh, 1976 okay. Chevy Nova. Okay. Um, I know that we got some strange looks when we got to the prom, <laughs> but um, and the two of us were like, we were both those kids that when you're picking teams in the gym, we're the last ones you'd pick. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, you know. So yeah. we were not on the popular list. Um, but we went and had a good time, and my dad picked us up and yeah. took us home. And I don't know that I really thought anything about it. Well, and also, too, like, I think to some degree, I think maybe perhaps, I mean, kids of any century year are always going to, are kind of generally mostly the same. But I think probably, if anything, maybe some of the behavioral mindsets about safety and stuff were not perhaps, um, I feel like oh, this is weird to try and turn to you and talk to you because my microphone is not supposed to face my, it's a front address microphone, you know, I'm happy yeah. to. Um, I think that um, if, you know, if, if if anything, I think it's probably the mindset of safety. Yes. Yeah, the the, the and the gr- upbringing of kids is very different now than it was then. Yeah, I think, the cons- and I think that's what they're afraid of. Yeah, the concern. Uh, yeah, kids drank to a certain extent when I was growing up, and kids smoked. That was the big deal: smoking and not getting caught. Huh. Um, they're and, still smoking, trying not to get yeah. caught. <laughs> and uh, and some kids, very few here and there, indulged in marijuana, and um, but. You know, as far as being concerned about any of us getting home, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we didn't. There wasn't any incident the entire four years I went to high school. Fair enough. Where anybody got into an accident and we yeah. lost anybody because of an accident on the way home from a prom. Yeah. And yeah. on my senior prom, I went with a fella that I liked really well. He was yeah. very popular in, in high school, but I liked really well. He lived a couple blocks over from my mom and dad, and my parents knew him well, and they knew his parents. And no concern. I, Mike and I went in his car. Well, actually, his parents' car. He borrowed their car mm-hmm. and went to the senior prom um, together. No yeah. chaperones, just mm-hmm. the two of us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we both knew how to conduct ourselves. Yep. and. Um, yeah, we went to the prom, we went for something to eat afterward, Mm -hmm. and came home. I think I got in around midnight or 12.30 that night. Now, on the way home, ironically, we saw a horrible accident on the way home. Yeah. Um, and, um, that, it, it scared me. Yeah. Um, he was very calm about it. Mm -hmm. Um. But it, I had never seen anything like it before. Mm-hmm. I think, actually, to tell you the truth, I think that may have actually been the very first time I ever saw a car accident. Ouch. And um, that was unnerving. But we got home, and we got home fine. Neither of us had, in, because we both knew common sense was, you just simply didn't drink and drive. Yeah. You know, we just knew that. That was uh, the keyword. Keyword there being common sense. Yes, that's that's actually the keyword right there is the common sense factor. But yeah. a lot of kids and a lot of adults these days seem to be lacking in common sense. Yeah. And um, so you know, I I guess, I guess for that, I guess the school officials are noticing that too. Mm. And and also they have to think about. Um, insurance liabilities, yeah, and look, because people are lawsuit 
happy these days. Very true. Every time you turn around, somebody is suing somebody. You could just sue somebody just for looking at you funny. Yes, that's like, true. It's like that. It's, it's like done. it's like that Weird Al song. I'll say yeah. if you look at me funny, you know. Yeah, it has been done. Um, so oh. I guess just on that basis alone, they're figuring this is a good idea. Yeah. But it's a shame that we've got to yeah. <laughs> got to sink this low. <laughs> you know. Yep. Do this. I mean, really. Yeah. So. so. Um, yeah, I, I guess if you're going to go to... I know um, several of my um, key members from Guardians of the Grid um, have were getting have been getting ready, I guess, to go to prom, I guess, something like that. You know, it's prom season, yep. and, and school started winding down for some people. Spring break's coming. Yep. Um, you know, so uh, anybody that listens to our show, I don't know what our age group range is of this show, demographically and stuff, but uh, anybody that is going to prom or is a parent that has a student going to prom um please be careful and watch what you're doing and um you know if you have to hammer to their head to use common sense if you're hopefully one who uses common sense to begin with not to that has some definite rules about curfew yes curfews and about behavior yes mm-hmm. and you know and hold the kids accountable because they need to be held accountable now so that they have better habits yeah as adults yeah definitely for sure behavior as adults for sure yeah by the way i just took a listen of our microphone i'm so sorry if we've been feeling like there's an echo as i said my office is really small and like mom mom's voice projects really badly like i've actually you know side note to this sorry uh learning how to stream uh i've had to learn how to be more more aware of how loud i talk i can't imagine what's like for you to hear your own voice back at you right now I just, um, it's a side note. I know it's unrelated. Don't know. Hadn't thought about it. Okay. Well, all right, cool. If you haven't thought about it, that means I'm doing something right. Moving on to the last article. And I think this is, this is where I'll, we'll go ahead and finish this up. Now, this has been a on and off discussion and on and off controversy. And I'm really another one of those. Can you please just stop moments? I, I should, I, you know, I should have a, um, I should have a section of the show. Can you please just stop now and then just list all the <laughs> things that I want things to stop? Um, now hold on. Let me make sure I don't have any show notes. I've actually been doing this entire show without mostly show notes. That's actually pretty good, I think, in my opinion. This comes from sci-fi.com uh let's see let me quick scan our notes here games may uh games may make you sad they may make you mad competitive or more likely to throw down uh some grade a trash talk and end up feeling bad about it later but if you're a british teenager they're no more likely than other activities to make you downright violent according to the feelings of a new study from the oxford university internet institute i did not know findings not feelings dear oh yeah well you know dyslexia is awesome (laughs) hey dragon welcome to the um welcome to the show hope you're well hope your afternoon is going swimmingly well um and this is actually one that was uh put in that i had a chance to to read over and stuff um i wish they get together this has been bantered back and forth oh my lord you know we ought to do get all the all the people who've been bantering ask them to play a video game (laughs) sit them down yeah have them play apex legends or PUBG or whatever some or maybe well horror games are just in my opinion if you're making a horror game you're just scraping the bottom of the barrel for a profit sorry truth um i guess my truth maybe not your truth but that's just me um so i'm gonna head and try to uh read some of the article here said uh games wait a minute hold it get them together in a room and do what and play video games 
Okay. Play all the videos that they think are violent, and then and then see and then and ask them and then ask them they... and ask them how they feel afterwards. Okay. All right. Yeah, because this has been the God. There, I swear, there've been at least hundreds, if not thousands, of studies since the nineteen eighties on this stuff. Yeah. And um, according to what I have read um, on f- s- several parents groups and family groups, um, yeah, this really de- there there are some kids who can separate themselves from, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a game. Yeah. But then there are other kids who cannot separate yeah. themselves. But that's also, I think actually, and I feel like I could actually safely say it comes back on the parenting. When you say. Defining the, defining the lines between, understand that these are pixels on a screen, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but you do not do this IRL. Like, in real life. You don't do this IRL. And you don't, you know, this is this is what it is. Like, I well, mean, in this household, I would like say you can play these games, but you cannot play these games. I've never recalled. I know you. I know there was like a. Well, I didn't. I didn't grow up with with gaming consoles in general. No, I play. Uh-huh. I play with Legos, and yes. I and the only games I played were just things off miniclips.com. And I usually yes. liked my favorite things on miniclips.com were like the racing games, the puzzle games, really good act. Actually, one of my favorite ones that was actually hysterical to me. Um, I, I think it was called The Black Knight, and it was about um, uh, a king who sent his black knight out to whoop people with a sword because they owe taxes. Oh my god. So so they were like so like he would he would walk with his sword and be like boom and he was like ching it's like oh look at all the pretty stars and they would just and he would just keep you know walking so he like he was hitting them with the sword there was no yeah. violence in this yeah. but I mean except you know they were it was violence so bopping, them on, the head bopping them on the head with a sword it was probably not very it's probably a rubber sword let's just pretend it was a rubber sword I don't know um but you know they were, he was collecting and and it was t- 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 teaching values. Pay your taxes, otherwise a black knight might come after you. Yeah, that's how you scare you. That's how the they scare the Malcolm. Yeah. yeah, that's how you scare the Malcolm population. Tell them that the black knights gonna come after them and whip them with a the sword to get their taxes money. <laughs> Anywho, um, and then you know later on, I got into you know gaming and stuff. I mean, I've played games like Player Unknown Battlegrounds and Apex Legends and Fortnite and Rocket League and all kinds of stuff. Uh, all right, gotta head out. Uh, I'm glad I could stop by. God bless. All right, see you, Dragon Star. Have an awesome rest of your afternoon. And I'll catch you later. Um, head out. Yeah, I was gonna say where was the, <laughs> the spelling there, but uh, it's all good. I get what you mean. All right, catch you later, bud. Um, now games like PUBG, the object is to kill your opponent. Okay, uh-huh. and I look at PUBG as not as I mean, yes, it's definitely. I mean, you're shooting people. It is considered violent, but I see it as like tactics. Like okay. I don't know who's going to come through the door. I don't know what they're going to do. And actually, in some cases, there's been... And actually, and this is definitely well-known on the internet, PUBG is so glitchy as a game, it's actually almost hysterical. Because there's actually... there was I was watching a video from... It was either Instagram or Twitch's Instagram. Um, Somebody went to go jump off a plane... And their parachute didn't deploy. Yeah. It glitched. Yeah. Their body like hit the ground and they went flying up like a hundred meters in the air or, <laughs> oh or more. Gosh. And it was just like wah 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 wah. Like it was like because like the, the, the physics engine was broken. Like the, the something oh, in the game was broke something yeah. in the game was was clearly broken. Yeah. Um so sometimes it just ends up being like a sheer case of like just accidental glitchiness, just watching, you know, code break and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um and then I've been playing, you know, Apex Legends, which was hot on Twitch for like the last two, three weeks or so. Yeah. And again, same thing. It's tactics. And I, and 
like i like that game again for the tactics but also it's just it's really just good like you know gunplay and it's and it makes you think really quick and it call and you know you have to have fast reactions to things and stuff yeah um or like was it world of war tanks a world of world of tanks world, world of, of warships stuff world like ships. that again yeah. violent game i mean now granted if a tank explodes everybody actually dies obviously so it's yeah. not funny but no. if they die, they go like, you know, we're we're dead. Everybody out, you know. So like, it makes a sound. And act, I mean, I mean, for you know, based on history, it's based it's on based history, on actual historical, tanks, right? Actual historical warships, actual historical battles, yeah, that sort of thing. And so you can look at it more from a historical point of view, yeah, as well as a strategic point. Yeah. Of view. Um, now there are some other games um, that have some horrible titles to their names. Oh yeah, and. I kind I'm kind of like why like to me like I look at I look at her I look at a horror game as there's enough darkness in the world why do you have to add, add to, to it? it I agree with you yeah like I I am so against like I will never play any of those because I'm just like I just and not only that like I mentally just I know I just I for I'm sorry if anybody doesn't understand this but I mentally just can't take it it's just like oh dear god stop please it's well, just, you're not yeah. the only one i wouldn't be able to I no i mean there's and there's quite a few people that, that aren't you know whatever but i i just say it as if you're trying to make something like that you're just scraping the bottom of the barrel for to Ex- pay the rent yes, in my opinion yeah, yeah um but you know but yeah like a lot of those games like i kind of you know look at it from strategic point of view or um you know okay so the last game the last the last game that i played that was very intense in a graphical standpoint with shadow of the tomb raider okay mayan you know based off of mayan culture yeah there was a scene that was very very disgusting very like i actually had to have i actually had to have a friend play it for me because i just could not take any of what i was seeing at all and they got me past that point and i continued on and the game was fine um but in those particular games it's based off of you know culture historic culture yeah um you know there's other you know there's like you know, there's a viking culture mayan culture they all had their levels of, of violence, violence yeah. and stuff like that um i think though to some degree i think from a game design perspective i think crystal dynamics could have done a little bit of a better job like could have like done less of a they, they could have presented a point without actually they could it, have sanitized it a little they could have sanitized it a little bit better than just like um yeah Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the sucky part is I liked I kinda liked the story, but I can't play it again because I have to do that scene again and I can't skip it and I don't and it really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So according to this though, they claim there's like no correlation between um between the violence that you would experience in a game Mm -hmm. and then I guess your real life behavior. Yeah. You know, um and i and i think also too like um i have a problem with that i don't buy that really no no that there's no correlation no i i don't buy that and even some even some hardened criminals over the years that have committed crimes you know and they've interviewed in jail and everything for some of them that Mm -hmm. have played violent games video games they'll tell you that those video games influenced Wow. their behavior wow or influenced maybe they had a particular plan of how they were going to carry out their crime yeah. and that the game they played yeah. had an element in it yeah. that they used in the actual crime yeah that influenced their behavior now actually i have a this is you'll find this interesting so um there are some games that people do role-playing okay yes. 
And would you believe that a lo- the most one of the most popular role playing games is actually GTA Five? It will actually do a grand, the Grand Theft Auto series. Oh, but the, apparently, okay. some of some of the role playing they do is not like. I mean, I've never watched that, but uh, it's never from what I've heard. It's never like the like the um. It's never like the really like violent version of it. I guess they they've found other ways to make it like you know like a like a show or whatever or stuff like that. Um, you know, like like a. I don't know. I, I like I said. I don't know a lot about the subject. I know that that's actually one of the really more popular ones for role playing scene. Um, and I think a couple other ones um, that, I don't, that sort of draw. Or is it a case blank. of you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig? I suppose so. I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, let me go ahead and read a little bit of this article. We've kind of been skimming a little bit. Um, Published at uh, Oxford's Royal Society Open Science, the study examined the behaviors and... Uh, anecdotal. Anna, Anna, what's anecdotal mean? You know, it's the story. Oh, uh, anecdotal. Oh, yeah. Anecdotal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anecdotal reporting data on a thousand four. That's an odd number. Yeah, it is. A thousand four subjects uh, and an equal number of their caretakers to learn whether the frequency and type of their gameplay corresponded with a detectable pattern to increase acts of violence or aggression in the population of studies of teens who played video games. Um, Beginning with the hypothesis that there is, in fact, link between gaming and violence, the study set out to collect both statistical data and anecdotal evidence on a case-by-case basis with the goal of determining whether the uh, hypothesis could be supported by facts. What researchers Andrew K. Probilski and Netta... Uh, Weinstein. Weinstein found in this case is that there is, is that it simply couldn't. Uh, the quote from here is uh, following the pro pre uh, registration analysis plan, multiple. I cannot read today for some reason. I know what these words are. I don't know why I'm having those problems. Multiple regression analysis tested the hypothesis. <laughs> Reading a college paper here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that recent violent gameplay is l- linearly and positively related to, in parens, caretaker assessments of aggressional, aggressive behavior, the study's introduction states. The quote further goes on is that results did not support this prediction, nor did they support the, the idea that the relationship between these factors follows a nonlinear per- Parabolic. parabolic function in other words a notable link between gaming and violence there is no evidence for a critical tipping point relating to violent uh violent games uh engagement to aggressive behavior um i i you know what i really wish they had done when they did this study what talk to twitch streamers who stream these games all the time and stream games that even i won't even touch myself well, it doesn't say in there really exactly what kind of gamers they interviewed. It just was the fact, and they always end up targeting like the team base. There's also people like the 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 gaming industry spans from like teens all the way up to guys in their forties or fifties, even. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like, um, you know, the the fact that they only like analyze that basis kind of bugs me, and also, um, you know that uh um what is it you know twitch streamers stream this games and not only that too what they also for what they should have also mentioned is that um and i can i can definitely believe this with the um uh couple month couple month 
month back, months back, like a months back release of Star Wars Battlefront. Microtransactions otherwise do because of yay. Um, there were studies that were starting to come up that they actually noticed that kids who played those games also uh, uh, developed compulsive gambling. Apparently there was actually a study and the ESRB, I think, was trying to deny i don't remember how that case went i know there was a case for it but they were trying to like you know they were trying to deny there was a link between i, I guess so boxes yeah and the idea of becoming a gambler Blur, yes essentially so like but i mean that, that does doesn't it like um come back to kind of like everything in moderation um well, it, right here this one paragraph says this is not to say that some mechanics and situations in gaming do not foment angry feelings or reactions in players, such as feelings of incompetence, trash talking, or competition. Okay, now, so hold on right there. Okay. Okay, I play Rocket League, okay? Uh-huh. And get, the chat can get very, very toxic. And I've been cussed at in Rocket League chat, and I've been sworn at in Rocket League chat quite oh, a few times. Charming. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. And, and, you know, but it doesn't, but, and I get, and I get annoyed, and I rage at my teammates. It doesn't make me want to do anything. I'm just like, I'm just like, eh, all right, rank went down. Eh, I'll just work my rank back up. And Rocket League is not a, it's not a, it's not a violent game, but there is, but it's definitely a toxic chat, which could make you angry, which could make, you know, I mean, anything could be a trigger for anybody, really, which is kind of scary to think about. Um, but like, um, you know, trash, they mentioned trash talking or competition. Yes. Like, I understand that, um, that could definitely be, you know, th- that there's no link to it. I mean, if anything, it just makes you a jerk to play with, and you play worse when you get angry at stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you make mistakes. You g- it's like in the real world, you know, if you're stay in a loose, fight with yeah. somebody, if you're not paying attention... You get your teeth knocked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I see the, the uh, last paragraph says, the new report it. comes on the heels of recent efforts... And I did not know about this by some U.S. lawmakers to set policy based on the presumption of a link between gaming and violence, including a current bill before the Pennsylvania legislature that seeks to add a 10 percent tax. Wow. To, yeah, that's news to me. Add a 10 percent tax to games rated M and AO by the ESRB. A similar bill in Rhode Island was proposed last year. So far, neither measure has made it far enough to see a vi- final vote. What is AO? Doing some research. What is that rating? I've never heard of that. Um, adults only. Oh. Oh wow! I did not wow, know there. I did not know. I that. didn't know it. Didn't, I didn't know it went up that high. That's interesting. I know there's the M for mature, but yeah. Beyond that, I didn't know there was anything else. Oof! Ouch! Okay. That is not good. If- That's. That's creepy and yeah, weird. I, yeah, I say mm, so. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I guess just everything in moderation. Please be smart. Don't be a do- don't be a toxic gamer. Um, and you know, if you feel like that, it's games causing you problems. Just stop playing it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just just yeah. That's it. Have some self control. Duh. That's the that's Duh. one of the biggest problems in this society. No self control. Yeah. So anyway, um. But that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you guys for hanging out and chatting. And the end of my lemonade too while we're at it. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, it's an hour. We did the show an hour fifteen. I have to get ready in fifty-five minutes for my normal game stream. For those of you that are 
that are here or whatever or care to, you can watch me play some games at twitch.tv for slash grid21. Um, otherwise, we will be posting this episode on Google Play Music and iTunes um, for your Monday morning listening pleasure. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> That was pretty good, actually, I think. Um, hold on, I usually have to cue the outro music. Where is it? Eh. There it is. Okay. Um, I get it's hard to do the show sometimes. So, um, yeah, otherwise, um, thank you guys so, so much. Thank you, Mama Grid, for filling in. You were yes, like, I had a good time. It was fun. Yeah, we'll have to have you back again sometime if we don't find uh, sometimes to help fill with the show and everything. Which, I mean, it's not bad having you on the show, obviously. But, you know, if we find something. That was something. cool. I had a good time. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the next episode brings us. We'll see. Um, yeah, uh, so otherwise, I think that's it. And we will. Um, I think I'm missing. I always hate this. I think that's it. Have a great week, everybody. That as well. A great weekend. Yeah. And uh, stay dry if you're dealing with the weird weather conditions. Otherwise... Oh, yes. Please be careful. Yes. Otherwise, we'll catch you guys later. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Morning Metro. All stories and articles belong to the respected companies. Songs used for broadcasts. Intro music. Retro Funky by Persephone. Remix by Sundance. Outro music. 305 by Approaching Nirvana. All music belongs to the respected copyright holders. For article submissions, questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at themorningmetro at gmail.com. Hold up. 